This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. A motion before the Danville District 118 board Wednesday evening to retain first student services as the district's transportation provider was voted down 5-2. to two. Board President Dr. Randall Ashton and Darlene Halloran voted yes. All others were no. First student was the lowest of the two received bids, the other coming from North American Central out of Joliet. Five representatives of First Student were on hand, and board member Johnny Carey said afterwards, with all the problems and complaints from parents they've had this year, talking about driver shortages and promising things will get better is simply not enough to get a yes vote from her right now. Even from what they promised us first semester, if you can get that done, you know, your communication is better, of informing parents, like I said, that's all I'm asking, is that you improve so that next year going in, we already know where we are. Superintendent Dr. Alicia Geddes mentioned that she has asked for a scheduling audit from first student, but not yet received one, because some buses are currently filled beyond capacity, while others have four or five students. Then there's the issue of when first student uses their buses for other clients while covering up the Danville 118 signs on them. First student says no, they are not using district-purchased gasoline for those outings. But Dr. Geddes says she has asked for an audit on that for eight years. And board member Christopher Easton agreed that more info is needed. Yes, there will be challenges in a big district, but he wants to see measurable goals being set and met. I just think oversight is really important. As a board member, I just haven't felt like some of the questions that we've asked have been answered. A lot of anecdotal stories from parents, a lot of things not going well. So now it's back to square one, and Dr. Geddes says if first student comes back again with the lowest bid and some new proposals, then by school code, that's the one they'll have to consider. If they didn't, there would likely be legal action and major complications. We then have to go through the process of proving that they are not responsible. That is often difficult in this climate where there is a bus shortage because certainly they can probably demonstrate how the other company is having the same amount of challenges. Dr. Geddes says the board simply needs to make a decision by July 1st, which is when first student's current contract expires. The other Jacob, involved in a consolidated election ballot issue, the one who spells it with a K, has decided to launch a write-in campaign as a Ward 5 alderman candidate. During a December 21st Danville Election Commission hearing, hopeful mayoral candidate Jacob Lane was confirmed to be off the ballot due to a lack of legitimate petition signatures brought to the commission's attention by Mayor Ricky Williams Jr. But the second part of that December 21st hearing concerned hopeful Ward 5 candidate Jacob Daisy, owner of Daisy's Hair Lab on North Vermilion. Incumbent Eve Ludwig had objected to his candidacy, saying Daisy had only 32 of her required 34 signatures. But during the hearing on the 21st, it came out loud and clear that the whole thing was an unfortunate mistake. The city had prematurely posted updated ward maps, which they later rescinded until after the election because the city council had approved them in November too closely to the upcoming election. 
It was during that time that Jacob Daisy picked up his packet from the Election Commission, and the packet said go to the city for ward maps. The maps he received showed three of his future signatures being residents in Ward 5, but in fact, they were still in Ward 6. In December, the city and commission members were sympathetic but said the law of required legitimate signatures needed to be followed. After thinking about it for a while, Jacob Daisy says he's filled out the paperwork and he'll be letting people know he's running as a write-in. I've told all my associates and everything is that, you know, you want to see change, you got to be the change. After that mistake and everything that happened with being put on the ballot and whatnot, I mean, I talked with my family and everything, and it was just something that I had to do. I couldn't sit back and not do anything, so the write-in candidacy form was the only thing that I could fill out to even have a possibility on the ballot, so it's what I had to do. The consolidated election, April 4th. After declaring a public health emergency in Illinois on a monthly basis for nearly three years, Governor Pritzker has announced the end is near. Pritzker announced the string of disaster proclamations will end May 11th, aligning the state with the federal government's plans. From the Vermilion County First, .com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.